Hey, what's going on, everyone? My name is J.R. Robinson. I'd like to welcome you back to my podcast, When He Speaks Erotica, from a man's perspective. As always, let me say thank you to the listeners and the people who support this podcast. Greatly appreciate that. Anyone under the age of 18, please understand this podcast is about sex, romance, dating, and everything else that's under the umbrella. Tonight's topic is 10 signs your relationship is suffocating you. So please sit back and relax. Let me talk to you. 10 signs your relationship is suffocating you. Okay, you're in a relationship. You got a partner who might be a little bit extra. Someone who's always checking, constantly complaining about your habits, complaining about things you do, what you're not doing, um, wondering why you're not answering your phone at a certain time, you know, um, just being nitpicky. That is a person who is smothering you within a relationship. And it happens, it's, it's a common thing. Um, sometimes it comes from a good place. I'm not going to say that's negative to a degree. And it depends on the person. But sometimes you just have a, a woman who's, and I'm speaking from a man's perspective, you have a woman who's um, very caring, has a very uh, motherly vibe and might don't know when to turn it off. Meaning, they understand that they're in a relationship, but they also want to make sure that you're okay. They want to, you know, take care of you. And some people may think that's a little bit too much. And sometimes you just got to talk about it and find what works for both of you. I can remember uh, I was dating someone and I was, you know, doing a lot of work on the weekends. So I finally got a, a chance to take a weekend off and decide just to, you know, clean up around the house and just relax. No hanging out, no drinking, just kind of recharging my battery. Saturday morning, she comes to the house dressed up, ready to clean with cleaning gear. So. I didn't even think that the thought was, um, what's the word? I didn't, I didn't think it was, uh, was special. I, I felt like she was invading my, my time. Meaning she wanted to position herself in my time away from everything by helping me clean. I thought it was kind of slick to a degree, you know what I'm saying? Because any other time, I probably would have been like, oh man, thank you. You know, you're going to help me clean up. But that one particular weekend, I was, it was set in my mind that I was going to do what I wanted to do and just kind of like relax, you know? Nothing extra, no feeling like I had to 
do something. I, I could just move at my pace. So it just kind of threw me off that she would uh, use that tactic after we talked about it in depth. That, you know, I just need some time to take care of some things. Shortly after that, we broke up. You know, I think it was like two or three weeks. You know, she gave me my walking papers. There was some old crazy reason why she broke up, but I knew what it was. She didn't like the fact that I checked her by coming to my spot unannounced. So, I, you know, I took my walking papers and like, okay, you take care. And kept it moving. <laughs> but a suffocating relationship is a dangerous one. You know, um, it leads to you having bad words with someone, going your separate ways, not talking. Um, to me, it's along the lines of uh, mental abuse. You know what I'm saying? And what I mean by that is you got someone who make it seem like they understand where you're coming from or, you know, they're in tune with you, but then they do the opposite knowing how you feel about a certain things, trying to impose themselves on you or dictate what it is that you do, like you're some type of child. Now, if you're married or if you're in that type of relationship where it's exclusive and you're heading towards, you know, a long-term relationship or marriage, okay, there's no problem, understand. You know what I'm saying? That kind of like goes with the relationship that way of thinking and that way of being to a degree. But if you're just kicking it or spending time with each other, then nah. Nope. I don't think it's uh, healthy for a relationship. And I don't think it's wise to let someone be that way towards you. Because eventually you're going to snap. So with that, I'm going to give 10 reasons, well, 10 signs to look for when you're in a relationship to see if you're being smothered. The first one is your partner say, okay, say you're in a relationship and you tell your partner that you need space. Then they tell you, or they don't listen to what you're saying, or they ask you why you need space. What is it that you need space from? Is it me? Uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's, yeah, it's you, sister. You know, so what they try to do is instantly make things better right then and there on the spot. But it's kind of like, no, that's not going to work. Give me a day. Give me two days. Give me a week. Not even, not even a week. Give me three days. I think three days is sufficient amount of time to regroup. And with everybody, it's different. But within three days, you should have should have had time to assess your relationship, see what the problem is, bring it up, um, see if it can be resolved, and move on. And if not, if it can't be resolved, if there's no fixing it, then you have to think about another obstacle. I'm not, not I'm sorry, not another obstacle, another approach to what you're going to do in that relationship. If you're going to stay there and continue trying to work it out, or if you're going to move on, because if you got someone who's stuck in their ways and who don't really want to change who they are, 
it only makes things worse. And eventually it's going to get to a point where you just stop talking altogether. You know? So. Number two. They make you feel like you got to talk to them every second when you're not around them. You got to call and say, hey, I'm getting out of the car. I'm walking to the door. I'm putting the key into the door. I'm turning the key. I'm closing the door. I'm putting off, taking off my clothes. I'm going, you know what I'm saying? It's that constant. You got to know every fucking thing that I'm doing. Um, it, it freaks you out. It, it makes you feel like, what the, what's going on? You know? And it, it freaks the part now because you don't respond in a time that they think you should respond. And that's not healthy for a relationship. It's, it's not a good sign. A healthy relationship means you're able to both maintain your individuality as well as your togetherness in the relationship. Meaning you can spend time together and, and have the best relationship and on the flip side if you if someone goes out of town or someone has a meeting or someone just you know going to the hairdresser don't call me and ask me what I'm doing or you know just constantly you okay you need anything blah 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 you know what I'm saying because what you're doing is you're it's like you're pecking at me you know it's like you're just tapping away at me you're taking a chisel and you're knocking you 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 knocking pieces off of me you know because I don't want to be there times I just don't want to have to answer to something I just want to kind of like go at my own pace and a lot of people feel like that they just want to move at their own pace and then when I get to you I get to you being married or not married because you need that time you need that time to strip yourself down and then bring yourself back up you need to be able to breathe without that person for a while because that's what keeps you balanced that's what keeps you focused that's what that's what keeps you aligned with the person you are I'm, I'm sorry with the person you're with Number three is uh, jealousy. Jealousy is an awful, awful, awful thing, y'all. It it makes a people it makes a person feel inferior. The fact that you are jealous, the, the fact that you are a jealous person, it gives away your insecurities. It shows. To me, it's a sign of weakness. Sometimes people can't control their emotions. They can't control how they feel or why things are, why they feel a certain way. But if you learn how to control that emotion to a point where you can find faith in your partner, then you alleviate 
that 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 jealous vibe. You know, you have to you have to take a hands-off approach on certain things when it comes to relationships. Cause yeah, you're when you're in a relationship, you're you got two people who are working together for the one common goal is happiness and being successful and being loving and you know growing with each other but along that journey you're gonna have to (laughs) do things without your partner that's just how it is you know you have to learn to be an individual while working within a relationship number four say if a partner wants space and the other partner tries to guilt trip them out of it (laughs) trying to make it seem like you're wrong for wanting space you're you're hurting us because you're taking time away from us without realizing that I need to take the time away from us because of you if I've drawn in the sand a line and you cross that line now you've crossed the boundaries of our relationship and when they guilt trip you it's a sign of manipulation and if a person sit down to think about how to guilt trip you or to manipulate you that's a red flag that's clearly a red flag that lets you know that that person took the time out to do something in order to gain something from you to have the upper the upper hand and it also turns the relationship it makes it toxic you know I know it would for me if I had someone who constantly would try to guilt, guilt trip me and make me feel bad because I need a moment away from me, you know? But yeah, that's definitely a red flag. That's, that's kind of like you have to look for the exit because my thing is if you put that much time into thinking about doing something like that, then you're not for me because you could take that time to do something positive but you choose to be manipulative so I'm gone the next one is number five which is the person may feel like they don't have a life well outside of you they don't have a life and they try to make you feel like you're my everything my life is centered around you so I move the way you move no no, we came in this world together, we're going to leave, I mean, we came into this world separately, we're going to leave this world separately, find your own lane, you know what I'm saying, don't expect me to do or be everything, um, because I'm human, you know, because I'm not going to expect that from you, you know, stop smothering me with your expectations, Number six, 
if you ignore your partner's phone call or text, that's a, definitely a sign that you're being smart. If you get that call, if you get that text and you look at it, and you put the phone back in your pocket or you have that, 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 uh, what is it? That nonchalant, you know, where I get to, who I talk to when I, you know, I talk to her later. Clear sign that you're in a relationship that you feel like you're being smothered. Um, it's also a reason to uh, lead the person along, or as the young people, the term that young people use, ghost, ghosted. You know, um, which I think is funny. You know, because I, I get the meaning, but you know. Ghosted. I, I, I've always thought that was a funny term. Because when the person feels smothered, they don't want to hear from the person who's doing the suffocating. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to talk to you. When you're taking me through all that and you're making me feel like, you know, I can't breathe, the last thing I want to do is communicate with you. you know? Number seven. Your partner seems ignored, seems annoyed around you. Meaning, if I'm with you and you're constantly making me feel a certain way, I'm gonna be annoyed. I'm gonna be angry. I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna get tired of going through that with you. Um, and then when it gets to that point, it's time for us to have a heart-to-heart talk because now you're done pissing me off. Before I say something negative or before I get real ugly, we have to address this. You know? And if we address it and it don't change, then the next thing for me to do is to move on. You know, because it's just wasted time. You know, and nobody has time to waste. Number eight. I'm sorry, what's that? Yeah, number eight. Often you feel like you need to investigate your partner. <laughs> Best example I can use. I used to, I didn't know this, but I would be on Facebook and somebody who I was dating would say, well, I called you. You didn't answer. Okay, I was doing something. But I saw you was on Facebook and I saw your green light was on. The indicator saying that you was on Facebook. I'm like, what the fuck? I, I didn't even know that. I didn't know there was something on social media that lets you know when I'm on social media. This was a couple of years ago. So um, now, well, I don't have to deal with it now because I made it known how I feel about that. But, yeah, if a person is investigating what it is that you're doing, who you responded to, who picture you liked, that what the person looked like, um, what the person who you, the person whose picture you like, what they look like, that's too much energy. That's way too much energy. You know what I'm saying? You're monitoring what I'm doing, my social media activities, how long I've been online, who page I like. Come on, man. Nah. There's no happens. Can't deal with it. 
Um, number nine, you feel like your partner is avoiding you. And I got so bad that I don't want to see you because I feel smart. I don't want to be bothered. And for me, that's a huge warning sign. Typically, it's, typically, typically normally it's going to lead up to a breakup. You know, because and I got that far. It's only a matter of time because you can't go nowhere else. There's no more room. There's no more uh, working things out. You know, uh, not wanting to see you or spend time with you lets me know that the relationship or the whatever we got is not working. And I got to keep it moving. Early, that's it, it's an early sign of suffocation. It's, you feel it and you know it and it's like you know what before this get any before this go any further I'm gonna have to kill this because it's not healthy for me you know the last one is uh, if you're honest with yourself but you still want to control your partner's life meaning you know you be a you know you being overbearing. You know you smothering the motherfucker. But you still do it. You haven't been honest with yourself. You know you foul on that. You know that's not the thing to do. But you still do it. Because you want to control that person. And with that, it may... The, the need for controlling a person in a relationship doesn't come from a place of love. It comes from a place of your, what's the word, uh, anxiety. You know what I'm saying? You feel like you got to control something because of what you're feeling without sitting down or just talking to your partner and say, I'm feeling a certain way, you know? So. Smothering is a fairly common term used to label a situation that involves one of both partners being overly controlled. Over time, the degree of control that one partner exerts over the other can get out of hand and suffocating can happen. Someone and feeling suffocating can happen in any relationship. In the context of a relationship, smothering may include a range of behaviors from being Overly busy, being controlling about finances, or just being, or it's just something that's in you. That's your makeup. That's who you are. So if a person is in a relationship and they feel like they're being smothered, or feel like they're being controlled, then if you can't handle it, exit stage left. And on that note, I'm going to end this podcast. Yo, thank you for everything. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, the support. Stay up. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your families. If you want to reach me, hit me up at uh, whenhespeakserotica at gmail.com. And have a good night. Have, you know, have a good remainder of the weekend. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. And I'll talk to y'all later. Peace.